and welcome to the final Megan Fun of Sports of 2021. Wow, we made it to the end of this year. I am Megan Gailey, joined fresh from Detroit, eating ramen, um, fresh off of a plane, Megan Connolly. Hi, Megan. Hi, Megan. Wow, you had me nervous there with your open um, just for a minute because you said the final episode. I was like, wait, no. you abandoning me? Like, How terrible would it be up? if I burned your career to the ground and then said, I can't do this anymore? You were just like... <laughs> Yeah, uh, this is the last episode ever, and I'm just going to break the news live on the air. So yeah. here we go. But yes, I am back from Detroit. I flew in this morning. Um, I filled in on Monday Night Raw. Great crowd. And I really, really had an experience flying this morning. Okay, give it to us. Because so, I flew yesterday, and I have said this on record before. People are not to, at the airport even giving their mediocreist. People are back out at airports giving their absolute worst. Well, I actually thought this was not real life. Because I, I've always am paranoid I'm going to miss my flight. So I, you know, I'll wake up an hour early, order the Uber, and then I'm like, what are you doing? Go back to yeah. sleep. You don't need to do this. So. I always fly American. I flew Delta because there was a direct. So I was going to have to sit back and coach where, um, with everybody. And where we don't belong. I, I, well, I hate say saying it. that, but we I don't belong fly there. every week. So I, I just, I get more annoyed than the average person who's flying yes. to go on vacation. Like flying for me is not always fun. So I'm on Delta. And actually last week I was listening to a podcast, um, it was Ryan Rosilla's podcast and he was talking about like airplane etiquette. Mm -hmm. And then literally what he talked about played out right in front of me. And I was like, am I asleep? Am I dreaming? Is this real life? But there was a mother, a, a child, and then the husband mm. and the child and the mother were going to be sitting next to each other. And the husband mm -hmm. was a couple rows back, but was going to be in a middle seat. And they were trying to ask somebody to switch with him so he could have an aisle and be in the same row as uh -huh. mom and kid. <laughs> A middle to an aisle is, is not, not a fair trade. It's not at all. So the woman said to him, no, I will not switch with you. I paid right. for my seat. Yes, thank you. And they refused to move in the aisle. So they just clogged up the boarding process for approximately 10 minutes. And this was all going on right in front of me. And I was like, Megan, don't do it. Don't do it. Because I was going to tell him, I have no patience on airplanes. I was just going to be like, you know what? Move. Go sit somewhere else and fuck off. Like that's what I would have said to her. But um, I did not get involved, so I was I was happy. I just said, "Go to sleep, go to sleep." But so the woman eventually, I think she was just so annoyed and wanted this plane to take off. She gets up, she switches with them, she's pissed, <gasps> and then this family sits in front of me. So now I have child in front of me, which I I have a little sympathy because I have friends with kids, so I and I see them traveling, and I get that it's hard. Yeah, but he's not the villain, but you see how his not. parents are, and you're like, someday he'll be a villain. Exactly. Um, so they watched a movie the entire time without headphones. Which film? Um, I don't know. I was in and out of sleep, but it was without headphones. Commentary oh, like on his on iPad? Yes, on his iPad. Um, <sighs> and I think you are the perfect person to talk to about this because I might be writing a complaint. Well, I right now currently have two pending complaints in at Delta. So if you want me to, if you want me to, and I get real, there's, well, my husband would say that I'm a viral video waiting to happen. I, I've got real Karen energy, but I like to think of myself as a Karen for good, which I call a Corinne. Um, and so, yes, I do. I do write letters and I do voice concern, but I also send, I was telling you before we got on here, someone did something, not even that, someone was just in a situation that I was like, you are a good person and I got them a present, you know? So it's like, you gotta, you can't be just negative. You also have to give props and positivity when you see people doing. And so that's what I like to do. And maybe that's just um, for my own brain and karma, but I mean, I mean, if you're writing to Delta already, I mean, we yeah, do have the same first I, name. So you just uh, copy, paste, change the last name. Be I like, I was in Detroit. And they're going to be like, but you were in Indianapolis. <laughs> um, 
I have gotten to the point, what, what they will do is probably apologize and then give you 2,000 miles because I heard them giving 2,000 miles to a man on my flight yesterday and I was like, I'd like 2,000 miles. I don't know. Yeah, they, that 2,000, it's either 2,000 or 2,500 is usually the thing, just depending yeah. what it is. If the internet's out, it's usually 2,500. So that's yeah. a little pro tip for you all at home. The internet's out. It's actually sort of a blessing in disguise because- yeah, because you're like, even especially if you weren't going to use it, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like a 30 minute flight and you're like, but listen, I can't check because they advertise yeah, it. Yeah, that is smart. I actually had I had good and positive experiences yesterday. I was telling you, I am a I am a Delta gal. I am a platinum there, which is a step below. There is diamond medallion. I have not made it there. Um, obviously, during COVID, I have been flying less, but I am platinum. And I I have to admit, there are a few things I splurge on. You can tell it's it's not my hair. Um, I do rent the runway. I'm I'm thrifty in some ways. I fly first class. That is my thing that I I need, especially now that I'm pregnant. And first class was sold out on this flight back, and it was Ooh. the only flight I could take. So I was in the first row of Comfort Plus, and I was truly checking five times a day to see if someone in first class had gotten COVID and died. Because I was like, I need <laughs> to be in first class pregnant. And I was also so worried. I do think the flight attendants end up taking care, better care of you. And in now first that class? I'm- Yeah, they yeah. do. They address you by your name. It's yes. wonderful. And now that I'm big, it's like, I'm not supposed to be putting my suitcase up. And granted, I could be checking it. I'm not checking a bag right now. No. It's like the line is so crazy. I'm not doing that. And so I was so worried. And on the way here, I put my bag up and took my bag down. And my husband yelled at me and my mom. They were like, you cannot do that. Um, And so they were both like giving me a pep talk. So I got on yesterday and there was a man. He was already seated, but he had a Shiba Inu, you know, one of those really pretty dogs in a carrier case. And I was like, sir, I'm so sorry. And I made sure my belly was like protruding, you know, because on the way here, I had like a big sweatshirt on and I was like, I don't think people can tell I'm pregnant. And so I'm not getting like the special treatment I want. So I had, you got to go crop top. No, I had a skin tight cult shirt on skin tight. Um, no bra too. Okay. And like these puppies are plump right now. I'm getting into Jared Goff girlfriend territory. Ooh, we need videos. Oh yeah. They're like spilling over my Well, now the Colts are doing well. You could gift us with a little bouncy video. So I've got skin tight, no bra Colt shirt on, belly protruding. And I'm like, sir, would you mind? He immediately hopped up, um, put my bag up for me. And then I sat next to a very nice older couple, which is like the dream scenario. They reminded me a lot of my parents. They got on, they immediately wiped everything down. They had their KN95s. I was like, yes, these are the people. And then I ended up having to put my backpack and my jacket up because we were in that like front row where the little thing is. So I got to put my little feet up and the lady next to me, she put she saw me put my feet up and she was like, well, I guess I'll put my feet up. And then when I was getting off, the man who put my bag up, he like walked and then he goes, oh, sorry, came back, took my suitcase, my coat and my backpack down for me. And then he wished me a wonderful rest of my pregnancy. Wow. Yeah. Wow, being pregnant is something. You just it's, get a it's lot only, of I, it, I, It's only in the Midwest. It. It's only in the Midwest. That's why, like, people have been like, are people nice to you? I'm like, people don't give a fuck about me in California. They're like, bitch, why are you bringing another kid in here? And I want to be like, listen, my husband's not white, okay? When you see him, you'll be like, all right, he'll be light brown. Speaking of... <laughs> I got no presents this year. I did get a Dwight Freeney bobblehead um, from my mom's friend and Jenny. Okay. Thank you, Jenny. So nice. But I, this is like, it's, once you're having a baby, it's all baby presents, you know, like I'm done. But I wanted to show you these little Jordans. <laughs> oh, I love baby shoes. I saw them. I go, is he going on a date? Where is he going in these? So oh. these are, these are Jordan 4s. Um, and my niece Violet has a pair and my husband has a pair. So they've got all got little matching Jordans now. So I was happy about that. So they can all wear those in the Christmas card next year. That yeah, you'll send little, out. little hype beast family. Um, how was your Christmas? Christmas was great. Um, I got um, one of those massaging guns. Mm-hmm. So I'm addicted to it. I just those sit on fun. the couch and massage my neck and my legs and you know it's it's fun um what else did I get uh some 
clothes, nothing, yeah. nothing crazy. We went to the beach, which is weird because I'm from Chicago, moved to Boston, always used to snow on the holiday. Mm-hmm. And then we had a beach. So that was good. Yours was good. Mine was wonderful. And I want to say thank you to everyone who reached out about my dad. His surgery was successful um, and he is now back at home recuperating and the everyone at the hospital was so amazing. Like I went to Purdue and this was an IU hospital and I got to say, I got to give it props. They did an amazing job. Ooey pooey? Uh, not even ooey pooey, just IU. IU North, IU Methodist was where he was. Um and all the doctors, all the nurses, all the staff. I walked into the hospital. This is like how my mom is. She makes friends with everyone. And I have it too, a little bit. So I walk into the hospital at like 9 a.m. on surgery day. And a guy goes, you must be Megan. <laughs> who are you? How do you know who I am? Um, but lots of really ugly cold skier um, at the hospital. Jeff Gordon jackets, non-fashion Ooh. overalls. I My new endeavor is I would love to host a uh, what not to wear type show at Indiana hospitals. Oh, I think you could have also like an Indiana themed party in LA. Yeah. Oh yeah. I wanted to have a um, race party. I did have a race party. <laughs> I had a, a Memorial Day race party and I told everybody to like, wear race stuff and which could mean black and white you know like the month of may in india is like all black and white like it's just checkered flags everything and la my friends did not get it no that's an indiana thing so they were not getting it um well your cults are back so that's i mean i don't know why you're sighing right now like i kind of wish the cults were my team right now because things are not looking good for my team Okay, so we'll start with the um, chronological games that happened, I suppose. Um, The Packers won, and very happy for my sister-in-law and my um, nieces who know how to say Go Pack Go, uh, which is really cute. They're Packers and Colts fans, which I think is fine. I think it's okay to have an NFC and an AFC team. And and I, I contend that for basketball, you can have a West and an East. And so they'll say mommy's team, daddy's team. So happy for the Packers. And then the Colts were playing Christmas night and yes. uh, lots of COVID people out, unfortunately. Um, Quentin, Quentin Nelson, everywhere. You're right, everywhere. Quentin Nelson, our um, Pro Bowl, probably considered one of the best linemen in the league. Um, one of yep. the most like famous linemen in the league. And then... What felt like mere minutes before game time, we found out that our Pro Bowl Defensive Player of the Year candidate, Darius Leonard, also going to be out. Now, the tricky thing about the Colts right now is they they won the game. It was truly shocking. Their entire offensive line was out, minus Braden Smith, who was in, um, whose wife is a wedding photographer. And I have gone down a deep hole and she does gorgeous photographs. So just something to think about. And then Eric Fisher went out, Jack Doyle went out, who is a blocking tight end. Like Frank Reich was like, he is as important as any of our offensive linemen. The issue that I contend is that, oh, my OBGYN is calling me. I'll call you back, girl. Um, Is that Darius, the Colts are the least vaccinated team in the league. And so when an unvaccinated player goes out, they have to be out for 10 days, as opposed to the potential five days that a vaccinated player is out. So Darius Leonard missed the Cardinals game. Um, He is going to miss this upcoming Raiders game. Probably the same with Quentin Nelson, who is also unvaccinated. Um, Eric Fisher is also unvaccinated. And Zach Pascal also unvaccinated. And we have also added six more players for a total of 14 COVID players. And I have, yes, I have heard Colts fans call for, well, why can't we get a postponement like the Browns Raiders or the Ravens had? And the reality is, as the least vaccinated team, there's no way the NFL is going to grant them that. It's not going to happen. Um, I think the major fear now is Jonathan Taylor, um, obviously our most important player, who is vaccinated, God bless his soul, and our quarterback, Carson Wentz, who is not vaccinated. I have seen talk about 
(laughs) just putting him on the list and having the 10 days start now. And so then he would only miss the Raiders game. I don't know how he hasn't gotten it. Yeah. um, I see why you're concerned now, because just looking, they beat a Cardinals team that's almost the exact opposite of them. Like this team started red hot and now they're, as you said, spiraling. This Colts team started the opposite. They were terrible, and now, you know, they beat this Patriots team. They have a chance, depending on what the Titans do, to win the AFC South. And you just kind of look at it, and you're like, you know, the Colts could be really good. But I didn't even think of of what what you're talking about with the the COVID issues that really – are going to come into play these last couple weeks of the season. Yeah. And, and I think also on a personal level, you go, it's a football team, you know, like they'll figure it out. This is truly everyone is saying within the organization that this is the craziest team win they've ever seen. And the game ball went to GM Chris Ballard for even having the depth to have an entire offensive line out. And Jonathan Taylor still ran for over a hundred yards. So they pulled a rabbit out of their hat, but on a, personal level, my dad's surgery was pushed back two times, a life-saving surgery he needed in the city of Indianapolis because there are no beds. And so I look at these guys and I think Darius Leonard has done incredible work, not only on the field, but in the community and is very vocal about mental health. I think Carson Wentz is a good guy. I don't know if he's a Rhodes Scholar, but I think he's a good person. I think his heart is in the right place. I think it's filled with good guys that I go, on this, you, I'm very disappointed. And and it's because of the community you're in. Indiana was just ranked dead last as places to live in COVID. And so it ravages that community. And then you have the most famous people in the city, too, going, I'm not doing it either. And, and whether there's a trickle-down effect, I don't know. But it hits me in a place where I'm like, I personally know people that are not able to get surgeries they need because of what I deem a really bad selfish decision. Yeah, I, it's it's tough because um, you know it's it's the team you love, but uh-huh. the issue. And so let's and, keep our fingers crossed. Then I know. Oh, Carson, Omicron just. I think it's going to get worse before it gets better, but I think it's going to be over quick. I don't know anything. I'm not a doctor, but that's just a theory I have that I keep telling myself to, to convince myself that we're not um, going to all go into lockdown again. But um, I want everyone to be healthy too. You know, that's the thing too. It's like, I don't want Darius Leonard to be sick. I know he has two little kids. I don't want Carson Wentz to be sick. I know he has a newborn child. And so it's not just like, how does this affect my football team? It's also like, I don't want people under the weather at any point. Um, So that's my little mom rant of um, the day. But they did win. I'm thrilled. They really only need to win one of the next two games to be in the playoffs. The AFC playoff picture is all over the place. Takes me to your Patriots who played at home against the Bills on Sunday. A revenge game. You have to believe for the Bills on some level. Yeah. The way they lost last time, if you're Sean McDermott, that's probably one of his worst losses. Like he yeah. knew the Patriots were going to run the ball the entire time and he couldn't do a thing about it. So yeah. the bills almost had to win this game, but the Patriots also had to win the game because mm-hmm. they just came off a loss from the Colts. It's your in division rival. If you will, Patriots have dominated the bills over the last two plus decades. So you got to win this one. And they looked pedestrian. Um, it was not good. Nikhil Harry, my least favorite player on the team. Did you see that interception he caused? Yeah. Yep. He sucks. Mac Jones looks like a rookie quarterback, which is what he is. And I almost think like what happened to Mac Jones? You know, he was playing, he was arguably the best. He was the best rookie quarterback Mm -hmm. in the league, um, up until the bye week And now he looks like a rookie and he hadn't looked like a a rookie throughout the season. So I'm a little confused what happened there. I don't think they have the talent of even you look at the skill positions and who Buffalo has. Mm -hmm. I mean, Isaiah McKenzie had the game of his life, but I still think on the Patriots roster, you put Isaiah McKenzie 
on the Patriots roster. I think he's your number one receiver. I mean, Mm -hmm. maybe number two. Mm -hmm. They're relying on a guy, Jacoby Myers, who I love. God bless him. But he's an undrafted former college quarterback. Um, High school quarterback. Played a little receiver and a a little backup quarterback at NC State. Um, But it's just frustrating. But I think the most alarming thing (laughs) for me came in the press conference. Now, we all saw what happened last week. Mm-hmm. We probably didn't touch it much on the podcast because I was very distracted about my life ending yeah, and yeah. my career being sure, over. Sure. Mm-hmm. But Bill Belichick apologized to the media. Mm-hmm. So that's step one. Last week, after a horrendous loss, they're asking, are there any final questions? Are there any final questions? And some woman asked Bill Belichick if he has any New Year's resolutions very timidly she sounded scared out of her mind i do not think that she is a sports reporter she was like we're doing a story for our readers i was like what is this publication it was like reminding me of notting hill when he's like i work for horse and hound like i'm like where is is she from the globe i don't think so is she from country living (laughs) oh it just you know old bill would have given her a death stare and made everyone so uncomfortable that the head of PR would have just been like, thank you, coach. And then everyone would have ran out like, oh my God, he's going to kill somebody. But Bill looked like someone who lost his puppy. He, he was like, sad. Um, no, not, not, not right today. now. Not today. Maybe next week. Throwing in the maybe next week. Yeah. Like, Bill, what's happened? He's, he's turned nice. This is not what Bill Belichick does. I have to say, it really did warm my heart, though. And he went up massively last week. He started that post-game press conference by offering sympathy to a Colts player who was going through something terrible and then went on to be mean to the media. You know, so it's like, he he is human. But this, like, I'm starting to, like, I know it's making you worried. It's making me like him. Um, Because in Hollywood and in writing, you talk about 360 characters. And, you know, we've gotten so many, like, villain origin stories over the last few years. Cruella, the Joker. Um, And you are starting to see like what is Bill's origin story like there is a heart down there it was Grinch like like it was like his heart maybe this day after Christmas is a little bit bigger than it usually is and I don't know if that is having to deal with a rookie quarterback there being some youth around him him just sort of adjusting to the times him maybe also not wanting to be on record of being openly mean to a female reporter uh, that could be that could be something, but before he was just the same to everyone. But mm-hmm. my thing with Bill, it's not like he needs a rebrand, right? Like he's too far along in his career to like knock it down. And yeah, we're, well, I don't even want a makeover of clothes. Like it's like, listen, no, we like, like this is fun. This is fun. We're this into is what it. you wear. We like routine. We know what to expect with you, and then it makes it easier to not take things personal because it's yeah. just. It's just the way he is. Suddenly, you know, he's closer to the end than he is the beginning. And we're seeing a new Belichick. Like, if this is who you are, just stay that way. Please just be a dick. That's what I want in my Belichick. I want him to be a jerk. Not me. I love this. Not me. And I'm not saying this is what is happening at all. But I used to work at a retirement community. I love elderly people. They're my number one. Elderly people and babies. My angels. um, And then dogs. And then my husband. And so I, there was a woman and there was a Alzheimer's unit at the Alzheimer's household. We do not call it units. Um, And there was a woman there. So, so, so sweet. Like the sweetest woman you would walk in and she'd go, hi, I'm so happy to see you. Which was just sort of like her way to greet people that was like, they won't know that I have Alzheimer's then. And so I said to her daughter one day, I go, your mom is the sweetest woman. And she goes, you know, my mom used to be a very, very mean person. And then she got Alzheimer's and she forgot everyone she was mad at. Maybe Bill Belichick is Alzheimer's. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not <laughs> saying that. But I'm saying old age. I mean, how old is he? 70 something? Um, I think he's he's close to 70, 68, 69. I... Uh, you know, we don't know what's going on in his personal life. He may have had um, 
any number of things. And he's like, maybe I don't need to be a dick to everybody. I did want to ask he's you. Confirming he is 69. 69. Okay. I mean, if there's an age, that'll chain you. Um, I did want to ask you, since you have a, a close knowledge of, of this um, press world, especially up yep. there, do you think this woman will come back? He left the door open to say, maybe next week. Um, I bet she's like, please win, please win, please win, so she can ask her question again. I think um, they're not going to credential her. Uh, I, I really, I really think it, they're going to be like, "Look, you can come on a Friday, like come to a Friday morning press conference." But I don't think they're going to credential her for the game. We all I do want think it. <laughs> they should send someone else back. Like I yeah. think someone needs to ask this question. Someone needs to follow up because also the fact that Bill Belichick left this hanging, like throwing in that line, maybe next week. It's mm-hmm. like. You know, if he does have a resolution, I kind of want to hear it. Like she'll come back. Do it. She'll come back and she'll have on like a Groucho Marx like disguise. You know, like that's what press people used to be. Two little rascals stacked on top of each other. Um, yes. Okay. Also, staying in the world of the NFL, we had uh, 49ers GM John Lynch, who's kept it tight. I just want to say it looks great. Accidents. He's a bigger guy too, and yeah, I think I that's a little harder to pull off. But yeah. he does it. I think it's the eyes. I really do. They like cut to him and his family during the game, and I was like, "Oh, hello. <laughs> you still look good." And his wife, his kid. He had so many kids, four kids, which is like a, not a lot for a football player. But I'm like, I can't even imagine having four children. Gorgeous he wife. Used to have like twelve. My dad's one of seven. It's, like, uh, yeah, my mother-in-law is one of twelve. Um, only girl too. Yes. Oh boy. So John Lynch liked. What did turn out to be an anti-Jimmy G tweet, kind of a joke Jimmy G tweet um, that said, like, leave him in Nashville, basically, and then had a funny picture. And to John Lynch's defense, he was tagged in it. And then he came out because people were like, oh, my God, he liked this tweet that's saying, like, leave Jimmy G at the airport. Then he came out and admitted that he liked the tweet because he wasn't paying attention at Christmas Eve mass now megan you are irish catholic i am irish catholic christmas eve mass that's the best mass of the year that's the like other thing the is mass. He sit in the back like in the back pew he i mean, too big to be a front center family right yeah. like they are public figures in whatever community they live in like when they go to church everyone knows the lynches are here especially you look at the man he has a presence to him giant. we just talked about how beautiful he is he's giant he has four kids Everyone knows them. You know, he's the general manager of the 49ers. I'm sure he's played for them. Hey, good luck. Like, yeah. Everyone knows him, and there also has been controversy around Jimmy Garoppolo and what John Lynch thinks about him, especially after they drafted Trey Lance. So there's a lot of questions going into the offseason. Why is he on his phone during Mass? And also, I think the tweet makes it worse. I think like him, him apologizing, being like, hey, I was on my phone during mass and it was an accident. Like, it's so funny to me. And it was something better. He can lie. Yeah. Be like, Like, my kid liked it. Yeah. Um, I just think to be like Christmas Eve mass, like that's the only mass I pay attention in. If this was like Ash Wednesday, come on, we get it. Zone out. Well, the priest usually like... He spends a lot of time on this holiday. I know, I know. But I'm imagining that he was probably on his phone while the kids were doing the pageant, you know? And he's like, my kids are grown. I don't know any of these kids. Like, the baby Jesus is 14. You know, they're not, maybe it wasn't a good production. And so he's on his phone. Um, But I I wonder, because now it's like, what's he going to say to the priest? This baby Jesus' birthday! Also, I, I wouldn't want to, I mean, the Garoppolo family, I think they, they could be some, some mean Italian boys. I wouldn't want to run into them. And well, uh, yeah, now, now we've probably got some Catholic Italians versus some Catholic Irish and that always, I mean, that's a West Side Story sequel. Um, I just, I loved it. I really did. And I know that that Christmas Eve mass is long too. It ends up being like an hour and a half knows that people can see what you like no that's the issue with some of these older people um and i'm not even calling him i know i just told a story about alzheimer's i'm saying like people that did not grow up with social media like i always say like i got 
Facebook when I was a freshman in college. And so my life has been right. You know, like the latter years of my childhood had social media, but it's like, we threw all this social media out in the world. And then we're like, figure it out at 40. And it's like, they don't know what's happening. I saw my parents Mm -hmm. sign into zoom. The way they get into a zoom is the craziest thing I've ever seen. They are typing out the code. So it's like, of course, John Lynch doesn't know what the fuck is going on. And his kids are probably like, yeah, I want to be on my phone too. I'm not going to tell dad to get off his phone at church. Church is boring as hell. My family was the one, because my dad sang in the choir um, and still would if it wasn't for COVID and his heart and everything. And so he would like save us seats. We'd show up late. This is like real. This is quintessential Irish Catholic. Show up late. And then we would hear my dad sing the communion song. Um, and my dad's Protestant. He doesn't even get communion. He like would be singing a song. And then when they would come to him for communion, he would step back and not take it. And then we would leave after communion so we could be traffic. Yeah. That's really the key, especially yeah. Christmas Eve. Hell that's, yeah. That's a life hack because you sit in traffic for a while and it's amazing to me how many people walk out of church and then just turn into a total asshole. Oh my, yeah, the park. And the priest would usually oh be God, like, let's remember, like we had a priest who would always give, oh, he just recently died and he was a lovely man. Um, Father Phil, rest in peace. He would be like, let's let's remember who we are when we get to the parking lot. But the only reason my family was like allowed to do this was because my grandparents got divorced. And when that happened, my grandmother really turned on the church. And so then by the time my mom, it was like, whatever. I'm like, if my grandparents had stayed together, I would have had to sit in church so much longer. There were several times my mom, as a nurse, would oftentimes work Christmas Eve. So Mm -hmm. she would meet us at mass. So we would take two cars and my dad would cut out after communion and I would always go with my dad. And then my mom would get mad saying that it was sacrilegious that we cut out after communion. Oh boy. Okay. Part of a lovely Christmas Eve fight. (laughs) Um, We have, we used to have, and we will at some point again, a massive Christmas Eve party. And so my mom would be like, TikTok, we're leaving at 635. Like sometimes we wouldn't even make it to communion. She'd be like, we'll get the blood and body at home. Um, You know, I'll get you a little bread, get you a little wassail. We'll bless it. We'll be good to go. She's like, listen, they wouldn't give my father last rights because he was divorced. I'm out of here. So the... The Pats play the Jags this weekend. Colts play the Raiders. Where do you think the Pats are going to end up winning the division? Like, who do you think, what do you think, who do you think is in for these playoffs and who do you think is out? Well, we should look at the odds for that. But um, we, what I think is, I'm, I'm very concerned about the Patriots. Before the Colts game, I was the so Jags? confident. I felt like, well, I'm just concerned for a lot of reasons. How they're going they the into Jets, the playoffs. Have, Got it. They have the Dolphins coming up. The Dolphins, after losing seven in a row, one now seven, won in a row. seven in a is row. That, but is that a record? That's the first time that's ever happened. Is that it a is. record that even deserves celebration? I think it's... I it's mean, like, for Tua, I think it is. Because... I love be- Tua. Before these seven wins, they were all in on, hey, we got to figure out how to get to Sean Watson. And now it's like, well, maybe we have right. something with Tua. Here. Right. But I also so, love Jacoby Bursett, so I'm a little sad for him, too. But, I mean, he is what he is. He's going to be a backup quarterback. But he doesn't want to be a backup, Megan. He wants well, to be a starter. I want to be a lot of things, and it's not quite I want to have your legs. That's what I want. Every time I see a photo of your legs, I go... <sighs> Listen, I got good jeans, but I did not get good legs. Look, I have no boobs, so I gotta, I gotta flaunt something. You gotta get so pregnant. Gotta legs. You gotta get pregnant, <laughs> and then you can make everybody put your suitcase up for you. Yeah, you talk about not wearing a bra. I'm like, I haven't worn one in a long time. Um, so I'm concerned about back to football. And not boobs, but thank you for the compliment on the legs. I do love it. It makes running feel better because when I'm running, I'm like, it's worth it. But um, anyways, we I am concerned about the Patriots because the Dolphins are hot. The Bills, after being good than bad, are suddenly good again, mm-hmm. and they look amazing. The Chiefs, after dying, they're good again. Yeah. Um, and Mac, did the season just get too long? Like, is he just No, I think what happened, done? I my – Um, armchair psychology is he's a rookie. And so he was riding on a lot of confidence. And I think his confidence has been 
bruised, not shattered, but bruised a little bit. And he does not have the experience to be able to go, this is going to, this will, this will pan out. I'm in a, I'm in a bad spot. It'll go. Even though everyone's telling him that, I'm sure he knows that it's a confidence thing right now. I mean, he's 21 years old. So this is the classic game where if we watch Bill Belichick's press conference on Wednesday, He's going to make the Jags seem like the they're Super Bowl yes. contenders. Yes. So I think we should all look forward to that. And he's Can't going wait. to convince this team that they are. And he's lucky because they're young. So I think they could still buy in, especially someone like Mac. He's going to be like, oh, and, you know, he has experience with Trevor Lawrence. Um, obviously, they know each other from college and Clemson, Alabama. Uh, Trevor, you know, he's the number one pick coming out. And yeah. then Mac has this great rookie, rookie season. So rookie. I think that's the the matchup we'll all look forward to. And Bill Belichick would say like, oh, they're not on the field at the same time. It's like, yeah, but we know it's fun for us. It is fun. Um, and then I also I think they have to win this g- game because if they don't, they just lose to Miami and the season is over. So oh, this dear. one is a big bridge game. They're going to win. Um, it is worth noting that the Chiefs beat the Steelers. The Steelers are now out of playoff contention. Um, and the Chiefs were down Travis Kelsey, a kicker and yep. a punter. And they truly whooped their ass. It was bringing me an amount of joy. I did end up tweeting about it because Ben Roethlisberger flew his children, his parents, and his in-laws to Kansas City to watch him get his ass kicked. And if that wasn't the cherry on top of my holiday, I don't know what was. Um, Well, let's look at just looking at the AFC. So the odds for Teams winning the AFC, we have Kansas City plus 160, the Buffalo Bills plus 400, Patriots plus 750, Colts, Titans plus 800, and Bengals plus 1,200. Yeah. Um, I think logic tells me that the Chiefs will come out of this. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I honestly, out of all the teams that are left in contention that I just listed off, I think the Patriots are probably have the worst chance of advancing. Like I think all the other teams are getting hot at the yeah. right time. Joe Burrow th- threw for over 500, but those Bengals, they're, so they're, good. they're real like, mm, 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 mm. it's a lot of one step forward, one step. And I know that's not the saying, but that's what they do. Um, for your team, it's all about Carson Wentz and what he can do. Oh God. And that's really not where I want my confidence put right now. Okay, so two games left. Very exciting. Um, and, yeah, the season's going to come ta- come down to the last game. Like, it always does. And that's what makes the NFL so fun and exciting to watch. Um, we just talked about playoffs for, you know, real football. But fantasy football, are you in the playoffs? It's championship week. Did your team make it? No. So I was um, the first one out. I, w- I did not make the cut. And then now my team is, like, hot. And so it's like, mm-hmm. I'm in like the loser's pool and I'm going to win the loser's pool, basically. <sighs> yeah, I, I, I really had a strong start to fantasy football and tapered off. My husband is in um, the championship in our, well, our past work league. So good him. for him. And then I try to like cheat, you know, once I'm out, I'm like, well, this is about us. So I'm yeah. like, you want me to drop someone and yes. then you pick them up on, yeah. on weight. And he's like, you can't do that. Yes, you can. I'm like, what do you mean? We can. This is about us winning. But he doesn't want to cheat. Um, well, so my husband that- gave me Michael Pittman Jr. and no one said a thing. Because I was going to be like, yeah, wow. bitch, you're going to come for a pregnant woman? Let me take my baby boy. Um, oh okay, let's take a quick break and then we'll be back with, we're going to make some fun out of what is not fun and what's going on in the NBA right now. And we are back. So we mentioned how COVID is ravaging some NFL teams. It is ravaging nothing like it is ravaging the NBA. And the only reason I'm laughing, it's obviously not good. There's true people dying in the world and people who are sick and we feel for them. But the NBA is like early season, early to mid season yet. And a lot of teams are bad, including the Lakers, my beloved Pacers, your Bulls are good, but had massive COVID numbers. And so the NBA, I do think did a pretty fun thing to, um, to overcome this is for every player that went into COVID protocol, they were able to sign a new player. Now, obviously all the 
I don't want to say good players, but all of the claimed players are already on teams. And impact players. Yes. And so (laughs) NBA teams are getting very creative with who they are putting on their teams. And we just wanted to give a rundown of what we think are some of the funniest signings. Um, The Celtics signed Joe Johnson, which our boss Sal pointed out is a guy they drafted 20 years ago and until recently was on semi-organized three-on-three pickup games. (laughs) And he's back. I love Joe Johnson, though. I love him. Thrilled to see him in. And then, Well, it makes you think, though, like, is the NBA just going to have open tryouts at some point? (laughs) Yes, they should. This is fun. It's honestly kind of like the replacements, um, but COVID style and in the NBA. Um, Because every time a signing comes out, you're like, what? Um, Well, I did. um, I'm sure you know the CNN reporter who got arrested live on television, Omar Jimenez. I did not know this. Oh, this happened. It was during George Floyd. He he went to school with me at Northwestern and he played basketball for a couple years and did journalism, but he was a walk on the basketball team and then decided, you know, I'm going to stick to this journalism thing. But he always puts video on social videos on social media of him dunking and (gasps) balling out. And, you know, and then later at night, he's like here for CNN. And then, you know, in the morning he's dunking basketball Oh my God, this is like kind of my dream, man. So I, I actually texted him, haven't talked to him in probably, I don't know, a year and a half. And I was like, hey, you should play in the NBA. They're looking for people. I keep telling my dad, I go, listen, you got a new heart. I think the Pacers need you. Um, these are some of the other just like, well, I'll tell you why they're funny to me when I get into them. So Lance Stevenson, who is a former Pacer, Laker, um, and obviously famous for blowing in LeBron's ear. <laughs> like he annoyed LeBron so much that LeBron was like, I want him on my team now. And um, I follow him still because he is hilarious. He does have a bit of a checkered fast, um, but he is very funny and he is constantly born ready. Um, he is like, I am ready to go. He has been saying this since preseason. He's like, somebody pick me up. And it finally happened. Lance Stevenson on the Hawks for a 10 day contract. Um, and now these are, how's he been doing? I don't think great. Um, now these are just some of the funny names I like. So, uh, the Mavericks signed on December 23rd, a guy named Charlie Brown Jr., that is festive as hell. I love that sign. I think if you, that's why you name your kid Charlie Brown Jr. in case a global pandemic happens and the NBA needs players. And how beautiful for it to happen right at Christmas. I hope he came in with like a little sad Christmas tree. Um, <laughs> the Warriors have signed a man named Quindary Weatherspoon, which honestly sounds like a mad lib of a person. It's like. We are just making people up at this point. And then the Magic signed a guy named Admiral Schofield, who sounds like a character in White Christmas. These signs are really great. I actually, when I was in L.A. last time, we went to Venice Beach, and there's some great pickup basketball games at Uh Venice Beach. And I think if the Lakers or Clippers... are looking for players. They should just go down there and um, scoop somebody up. I mean, there's a lot of guys really handling the basketball well down there. Let's get some guys from and one and get them on teams. Um, Yeah, it's, I don't know. And it's just sort of like you get, you're seeing some of these guys' dreams come true. And I love that. And it feels less serious than the NFL because the NFL only has two games left till the playoffs. And it's like, well, it's almost like when you play in your high school state championship game and it's at like, you know, it's at the United Center or it's at. It's, you know, it feels like garden a, feels like a make a wish. Like, yeah, my kid is playing on, you know, in Madison Square Garden. This is the biggest deal, but this is adult version. Yeah. And and it's the NBA. These guys get to Yeah. They're they're getting paid for it too. So good for them. I love this. I wish I wish they could do this for the WNBA and I could get my crack at it. I um I hope that guys end up getting put on rosters permanently. Like that's like the dream come true you want to see. Isaiah Thomas was back on um, the Lakers and he had a 10 day contract and they're not renewing it. And I was really sad because I I just love seeing how little he is compared to everybody. And so it was just like fun for me personally to watch him running around. I saw him live. It was that weird Lakers (gasps) team. It had LeBron, Isaiah Thomas, Carmelo, (laughs) Russ. (laughs) Just like watching this team. What is going on? 
Um, okay, so I do have family here, and we're going to see Spider-Man, um, and I'm nervous because it's two hours long, um, and I famously only like an hour and a half things. films uh, yeah and it's like recliner chairs where they like bring you things um oh you're gonna uh, we should take the over under i think oh, i'm know, gonna fall asleep immediately minutes and we're going to the kids screening where actual babies can come in um so before we leave you guys we did want to go through some of our own personal end of the year awards um megan do you want to start us off with the first one little man of the year i I see what you picked and I'm jealous that I No, that's I didn't think No, we have I think this is unanimous. This is the only this is the only true option for Little Man of the Year. It is Aiden Diggs. He stole all of our hearts during Hard Knocks. He continues to make appearances on social media, even the national broadcast. They did a whole Michelle Tafoya sideline hit about Aiden Diggs. He's the little man of the year. And Megan, I think this is a great lesson for you as a mother to be. This is how you can profit off your kid. Mm-hmm. Aiden Diggs is, is a star. Um, and Mahomes gave him a jersey for Christmas, a signed jersey. I love that. He's like, listen, I know that I'm your number one. You got Dak. But your dad is on defense. So really, you can pick anybody you want. Um, and we've been calling for an Aiden Diggs cam. We finally got it. I want Aiden to be doing interviews. I know they have those Nickelodeon broadcasts. Get Aiden on those. He needs to be at the Super Bowl asking questions. I don't want them to script him, though. No. Because he's best Let Aiden be Aiden. Yes. Please do not produce him. Just let him go. Um, He's not going to swear. You don't have to worry. No, he wouldn't. I said, like, ass in front of my niece, and she was like, oh, my God. You know, it's, like, so funny. Um, <laughs> last night, she goes, what's shipped? Because someone said shit, and she thought someone said shipped. It's like, oh, it's poop. Um, okay, so next award up, Unnecessary Roughness. Now, mine is going to Kelly Stafford for her pretzel throw at a fan of, I think it was the 49ers. And we support it. We don't support, we say, yes, Kelly, good. But also, Kelly, a little slap on the wrist. And just a fun story to come out of 2021. Mine is similar, but it's Patrick Mahomes' fiance, <laughs> Brittany Matthews. And I just think she's unnecessarily rough yeah. about literally <laughs> everything on the internet. So she gets the award. Congratulations, Brittany Matthews. Um, and then I created this award. I don't even know if this is what it should be called, but I did want to honor this person. I'm calling it the least give a fucks of the year. And I am awarding that to head football coach Dion Sanders, who brought into his team locker room an Instagram model to teach the guys how to avoid getting an Instagram model pregnant. He did not do this. Yes, he did. How did I miss this? It was great. What month did this happen in? Maybe November. Oh, the tweets about it were so funny. I believe it was, um, I can, it was a comedian that I follow and I don't want to disparage this woman because I'm sure she's a lovely gal, but he like captioned the photo. This is not what Dion said, but he captioned it. Okay, boys, circle up, take a knee. This right here, this a hoe. (laughs) And I just loved it. My winner for least gives a fuck of the year is Scotty Pippen. Wow. I mean, he is just, he doesn't care right now. No. It is Scotty's world. Everybody who played on the Bulls is just living in it. And he's kind of, you know, just running them up right now. He does not give a fuck. I have to recommend the rebooted Real Housewives of Miami. His soon-to-be ex-wife, Larsa Pippen, is on it. And her entire storyline is that she is on OnlyFans. And she is showing us uh, feet pics. Like, Scotty doesn't give a fuck. Larsa does not give a fuck either. Wow. Yeah. How much do people pay for a a foot pic? She says that she is making $10,000 a day. For feet pics. For just whatever. For just whatever. Wow. I know. Good for her. And I got cute I feet. Mean, you know, my feet are my backup plan. Um, I have very unfortunate feet. At least, well, there's a know, market the for leg. those, too. There are. Um, okay. And then Sportsman of the Year. My pick for this. The true cliche, the gift that kept on giving, and I'm honestly sad it's over, 
Urban this Meyer. This is unanimous. Urban Meyer. I mean, from the where is his thumb to kicking the kicker, uh, yelling at his own coaches that they're losers, fighting with a player. Like, he he shot out of a rocket, and he burned bright, and then he fizzled out. But it really was so fun, and I'm sad that it's gone. I think an honorable mention for Sportsman of the Year and an early runner for Sportsman of the Year 2022 could be Dan Campbell. Yeah. He did give us the crying, the crying press conference. Mm-hmm. Um, he's given us a lot of passion and I think um, he's, he, he could be, yeah. he could be a big figure in 2022, but I think urban has, you have to give it to him. It's yeah. unanimous. And, um, and my honorable, question, oh, another, another I was going to say Chip like Kelly. Oh, Chip Kelly could be up there. I was going to say 2022. We got to keep an eye on Coach K because yeah, but you know, you know I like Coach K. Make year you know I like him, Coach I, K. Um, I just can't wait to see what other accent work Chip Kelly does. Like I hope he gets into like Russian. I hope he does like a Cockney at some point. Wait, we're talking about Brian. That's Kelly. what I meant, Brian Kelly. Um, I knew because the second sorry. I was like, wait, Chip Kelly, would, but he, you know, it's you not know, surprising. I get my, he, he I, of- you know, I get. They're honestly kind of two birds of a feather, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, Brian um, Kelly's up there. So that is 2021. Megan, do you have any thoughts, resolutions, if that's something you do? Anything you look forward to in 2022? Um, I, COVID really did me in for yeah. um, fashion and whatnot. Um, so mm. my 2022 goal is to get dressed in real clothes every day, which sounds pathetic, but it's something I'm working on. Okay. I will definitely not be doing that in 2022. I know that for a fact. I'm going to try and journal. Um, so if anybody has, and I don't want to do it, like it's like I'm on my phone so much and I'm on my computer. I'm like, I might as well just like type what I did that day. And it doesn't, I don't need to be, it's not going to be Carrie Bradshaw. It's just going to be like today I did, I just am forgetting so much already of, Dear diary of my life that I think is a fun life that I really enjoy that I'd like to remember some of it. And I am also very much looking forward to bringing a child into the world in Yay. 2022 and hopefully oh I know I'll fuck some stuff up but out of the gate I don't want to urban mire motherhood you know like I'd like to have a good seven months um that I that I that I kill it hopefully you're gonna be great I think the other thing your baby's coming into the world you can gear up towards football season so by the time football season comes around yeah your baby is gonna know exactly who you are um, heading into a Colts year that could be promising. Uh-huh. And he's heard some things already in the womb. So I think he's like, oh boy, this lady really likes something that has to do with horses. Um, but I would also say a highlight of 2021 has been getting to do this podcast with you. Oh, Megan, this podcast has been a blast. We've we've made fun of sports. We've gotten to know each other. We've only met once in real life, which is hard to believe because we actually are friends. And I sometimes I like think of something. I'm like, oh, I got to tell Megan. Yeah. (laughs) This podcast has brought us together. Hopefully it's brought a lot of you all together. Um, we look forward to entertaining you more in 2022. And thank you for Eddie for always being here and cousin Sal and yeah, all the listeners, you guys are so sweet. I feel like we never get mean compliments. Um, and so thanks for being nice to us too. And a happy and safe new year. We'll talk to you guys next week.